Welcome to the Louder Vision Podcast for Creative People. I'm your host, Laura Mioli, and today's guest is Tamika Gross. She is a best-selling author, speaker, and budget business coach who's founded the Tenacious Purpose Group. Before we talk to Tamika and learn about becoming an entrepreneur, no matter where you're starting from, I want to congratulate my dear friend Magdalena Riley on launching her brand new podcast called Lil Minimalovin. I'm so happy to have been there for the birth of that podcast, along with T. Sterling Watson from the Indube podcast. I'm also glad to see that my podcasting tutorial has helped her in creating the Little Minimal Oven podcast. All right, I'll let Magdalena tell you a bit about her show. Hi, I'm Magdalena, the podcast host of Little Minimal Oven, because I am such a little minimal lover, where we will discuss little things, but also the big things. Learn about this new trendy minimalism movement, what it is and what it isn't, and whether it's for you. And just come over, just for a laugh, maybe, or just a two. All right, see you at Lil Minimalovin. Huh. Oh, also, where I will not be able to pronounce everything I will be able to say, lilminimalovin.podbean.com. Okay, congratulations, Magdalena. For everyone out there listening, if you want to host your very own podcast, but you aren't sure how, maybe you have no clue what to talk about, or you think it's complicated, or maybe you don't like your voice and you think you wouldn't make a good host. First of all, that is nonsense. And second, not to worry, I'm here to help you overcome all of these hurdles and more in my podcasting tutorial. In just a few short hours, you can be ready to host your very own podcast and you'll have complete creative control over the topic, the content and the format. But it doesn't have to be expensive. I'm going to teach you how. Go on over to loudavision.com and check out my quick course on how to hone your concept, create, record and share your podcast for under $100. That's all the equipment you'll need to create your very own high quality podcast and a step-by-step guide to get you ready to record in your very own home with no expensive studios needed. You can create your own podcast for under $100 that is including this course and it's all online. So learn at your own pace whenever and wherever you like. And it's a video. So if you don't like reading lengthy instructions or blogs, you don't have to. Just go to loudervision.com and you can have your very own podcast just like me. I look forward to listening to your podcast very soon. All right, let's jump right into our interview with Tamika Gross. She is an advocate for the purse protective entrepreneur. She's also a best-selling author, speaker, and budget business coach who's founded the Tenacious Purpose Group. Let's take a listen to my interview with Tamika Gross. Hi, Tamika. Thanks for being a guest on the Louder Vision podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. This has been a really long time in the making. <laughs> Very true, very, very true. Your bio says that you use your coaching skills to ignite a spark in your clients, providing them with the tools and resources they need to build their brands on a budget. I love that. Oh, thank you. Everyone is purse protective or just conscious of how much they're spending um, in general. So when Mm. it comes to building a business, they're even more budget friendly or more budget conscious because nobody really wants to jump out into the the realm of entrepreneurship, you know, carrying this bag of uh, debt with them. Yeah, because as individuals, we already have a ton of debt. And then to start your own business and to have to put more money into it, it can be discouraging. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us what it means to be a budget business coach. 
Ooh, <laughs> what it means to be a budget business coach. Well, um, I guess I can kind of incorporate my why into that. I okay. jumped into the the realm of entrepreneurship and jumping into wanting to be a budget business uh, coach because uh, I myself needed, well, I knew I was going to start a business. I didn't quite know exactly what I wanted to do until I realized what my niche really was. And that was pretty much motivating and encouraging other people to kind of do the same thing, but not just other people, but more so um, mothers, single moms, or fresh out of college entrepreneurs, or even I've actually had some clients that were in their upper 60s that were ready to start their business, even that what they would think would be that late in the game. But everyone has shared the same pain point, and that was, I don't have the money. And money should mm. not be the reason why you don't start your business. There are many, many people out in this country that have no money, but they have the vision. All you need is the vision. There are many free and low cost resources available to you to help you start that business. With my business and my my services, I allow my clients to use, uh, rather build their businesses online first. Whatever it is, whatever we do, we're doing it online. So it can be a simple webinar that discusses whatever your program, product, or service is. It can be learning more about email marketing. It can be learning more about social media marketing and how to get your, your business out there in the world. People are still skywriting when the rest of the world is looking down at their phones. So we're kind of like behind the times with that. So I help educate my clients on ways to brand and build their business in today's time, not, you know, prehistoric yeah. anymore. Yeah. And there's a ton of coaches online, um, teaching all kinds of different people, but how do you stand out as a coach? How would you suggest to other people to stand out as a coach? There are a gazillion coaches out, out online. And I tell my friends and my, my clients often when you kind of start your business and you kind of look around and see that everyone else is seems to be doing the same thing like that you're doing, it's not true. <laughs> and I say that because only when you get into doing what you're trying to do will you see that everyone else or you will rather notice your competitors and your competition um, much easier than before. Now, the way that I stand out is I'm not, you know, Lisa Nichols or Tony Robbins just yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. However, I I approach the my situation a little bit differently by appealing to those that are getting ready to start their that are right at the edge of building that business, right at the edge of kind of finally taking that first step. Those people do not need a Lisa Nichols or a Tony Robbins because you will be completely loss. It's kind of like sending a third grader into a pre-college course. Unless they're an Einstein, mm. this is like, why am I sitting in this class? You need to know the baby steps. And I help my clients figure out how to do the operations piece of their business first before they end up outsourcing it and paying people to do it and not really know what they're paying for. I make sure that they're able to handle that, that piece of their business their own before they go ahead and hire help to do it for them. So when coaching your clients, you help them develop these tailored programs, these products and these services. Um, 
But is everyone a coach? Can anyone be a coach? I find there to be a difference between coaching and consulting, but the lines get blurry sometimes. The lines do get very blurry. And um, I can tell you what blurs the line is really just money. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to pay uh, me to be your coach, then someone's going to say, oh, yeah, I'm your coach. If you want to pay me to be your consultant, they'll say, hey, yeah, I'm your consultant. It's really just whether or not you're going to pay them for either or. Um, coaches do take on a dip. They do wear a different hat. So coaches are not going to do the work for you. We're going to tell you what you need to do and where you can find the tools and the resources to help you do it. It's just like having a fitness coach. They don't jump on the treadmill for you and you lose the weight. We have to encourage you so that you can do it so that when our services stop, you can still continue what you've been doing and be confident in knowing that you can continue to do without us. If our services stop and you're still looking at me saying, I need more, I feel as if I didn't do a well enough job to keep you going on your own. You're supposed to be ready to go to the next platform when you and I are done working together, just like a fitness coach. If you wanted to lose weight, here it is. I was help, I was able to help you lose 100 pounds, but now you want to go into cross training and you want to be this certified bodybuilder. Well, that's not me. I'm going to mm -hmm. need for you to go to this next coach <laughs> to take you to that level. I can't turn you into a source nigger, but I can make sure that I knock 100 pounds off of you. But if you want to get all ripped and this and that, you're going to have to go to the next coach that can take you to that next leg of your journey. Mm. Do you think anyone can be a coach? I think everyone has a, a certain gift or a talent that they're extremely, extremely well in. Whether or not they can be a coach is a little great because some people do not possess that talent that can actually teach and encourage someone else. You may be able to tell them how to do. Maybe you're a teacher, mm -hmm. but you're not necessarily a coach. I can tell you how to do these things. I may not have it in me to motivate you and encourage you and inspire you every week or every other week or make sure that I'm keeping track of your journey. Just as a fitness coach, we keep track of where you started and where you are now. Maybe I'm not interested in doing that, but I do want you to know those people's, what I would say would be considered teachers. They can write a book mm -hmm. on it and hopefully you'll read it. But if you're looking for additional assistance, they may not be able to provide that for you. So I would say, no, not everyone can be a coach. Although we all have our different niches and talents and mm -hmm. gifts, I don't believe all of us can be coaches. So it sounds like it's a personality thing. Yeah, it can very well be. It can very well be. Um, if this is not what you want to do, like, hey, look, I'm from the Bronx. I don't like everybody, right? <laughs> so, Me too. <laughs> see, right? Okay, so I don't like everybody, okay? But when I'm in my element, when I'm in my business, I throw that out the window. I'm here for you. I want you to do better. I don't want everyone to live in the same housing project. I don't want everyone to still be hemming and hawing and griping about prices. I want you to do better for yourself so that you can monitor your own income. You can go ahead and build your own empire and stop having to, you know, take that fire train into the city. Yeah. yeah, But do you think anyone can be an entrepreneur? Because it's a lot of juggling and a lot of different skills. The entrepreneur, like when you first get into it, and even if you haven't gotten into it and you're kind of just thinking about it, whatever you believe to be true is not. And I say that because if you're thinking it's going to be easy, it's not. If you're thinking you're going to make an instant fortune in a month or even a year, you're not. 
everything that they told you or that you perceive it to be is untrue. However, you can do it if you are prepared to do the the dirty work. If you're prepared to climb the same um, personal ladder that you're climbing in corporate, you can do that if you if you can sustain and have that momentum and that stamina to keep going. There are going to be more downs and ups in the first two to three years of entrepreneurship first i'm sorry one to three years Mm -hmm. of entrepreneurship but if you are committed to whatever your vision is whatever it is you can definitely do it the the problem that i'm coming across mostly is people kind of want that get rich quick scheme like i have this really great idea i just want to put it out for two seconds and whatever income i get off of it i'm great or even worse I just have this one idea mm-hmm. and that's all I'm going to push. Your one idea can probably be turned into about three if you really think about it. And then oh, you can turn God. that three into a package or a bundle mm-hmm. or something else. But we're pushing this one idea, hoping it'll it'll spark interest and maybe it does and it fizzles out or maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. at all. Well, because a lot of the online coaches with their ads, they're they're promising that you will get rich quick, that you can do what they've done, but they don't show all the work that goes behind it. Absolutely. That if it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. Even Lisa <laughs> Nichols, even Lisa Nichols shares with you that she took a certain entrepreneurship class, I think 47 times because she simply did not understand it. Wow. Now, if that person is speaking to her and telling her after one class, you can earn six figures. She clearly <laughs> had to repeat the course 47 times before she understood what was really happening or what she really needed to do. So if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And if it's in Facebook ad, treat a Facebook ad just as you treat an ad on a subway train. Read it when you're bored and then keep scrolling. <laughs> Got it. So what would you suggest to someone with a creative business idea and some great skills um, and they're looking for a way out of their nine to five, but they don't have a million dollars and not everyone can go to Shark Tank. So what do you do? (laughs) Shark Tank. That's a great show. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That is so funny. Not everybody has a storefront business. Yeah. Well, you know, storefront businesses aren't aren't really the way right now. Everyone's moving towards digital. I mean, Amazon is killing Walmart right now, and Amazon doesn't have a single store. You know, yeah. Uber yeah. is is burying these actual taxi cabs, and Uber doesn't own a single car. Mm. So for the person that's trying to find their way out of their 9 to 5, let me first say that I'm with you. That is exactly what I'm doing now. So whatever skills or talents you have, Find a way to build or to use those skills and talents and create a digital course. Hmm. Digital courses are selling faster than we know. Thanks to online learning such as, you know, Strayer and all those other schools that are online, digital courses are going going through the roof right now. So you have a great, um, a great platform already for whatever your skills and talents are. And if you don't believe me, go to Groupon and just type in classes. You'll find people are selling classes on Groupon for $5 on how to be a CSI investigator. 
Oh, wow. I swear, wow. I promise you, the, the course, the course might not lead to certification, but it's still a course, and someone's buying it. Mm. So package your skills and your talent, whatever it may be, into a course and bundle it into a course, and sell the course itself online. You don't have to be live. Pre-record your course. Tell me what it's about. Tell me what I'm going to gain from it once I'm fit. When I once I'm finished taking your course, and sell it online as an evergreen. And so evergreen, for people that don't know, it means that it's good forever. It's not going to run out of, um, it's not going to be irrelevant in a year or two. And that's hard when it comes to something like technology or like I have an online course in podcasting. And I tried very hard to make sure that the technology mentioned in it, that I didn't go too far into microphones and recorders because that's going to change so if you're recording a course and you're telling people all of these current things is happening the by the time it's edited by the time it's out that's old that's old news so i always try to make sure that there's a supplemental information that's something you can change easily like it's like a text file or an online like i have a blog that goes along with my course so that people can go there and i can keep updating with the newest equipment um so it's it's tough to have to make a course. I took a class with, I don't know if I want to say his name, but it was one of those Facebook <laughs> ads. <laughs> it was one of those Facebook ads, like how to create a course in under 30 days and make a million dollars. I don't know. I'm exaggerating, but it was pretty much that's what my eyes said to me. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, okay, great. So I took the course and I was like, this is not what I want to do because all he was doing was selling his platform for you to use as a subscription service to host your course on it. Oh, okay. Isn't that very shady? That that was really <laughs> slick. <laughs> and he doesn't get to that part until you're well into the course, until you've paid for it. So I had to get a refund because I'm like, I'm not going to give you $80 a month to host my course and you want me to host the course before it's even up. And then I'm all these months of like not knowing if I'm going to even make any money from it. Right. But I'm paying this guy $80 to host my course online. It's it's a good hustle <laughs> on his that end. That is so interesting. <laughs> yes. So you got to be careful, I think, with who you entrust. Because not everybody's worried about your pocket. You know, people are sometimes just trying to make money. Right. And that's why I respect what you're doing. You're you understand that people don't have a lot of money. They don't want to put this huge investment into something that's not guaranteed. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And if if your coach or whoever you're considering working with, if they can offer you at least a free consultation, then run for the hills because information will always be free. We have Google, Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Information will always be free. Um, implementation is what costs money. So if they can just at least have a conversation with you on where you are and where you're trying to go, that is not the coach for you. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you are also working a full-time job and making the transition to become a full-time entrepreneur. How would you suggest to a creative person to make that transition from corporate full-time working for someone else into working for themselves? 
So it wasn't super duper easy in the beginning. You have to be more organized than you've ever been before. And I promise that because I'm, I'm also a mom. I'm a wife. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was a student when I first started. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot to juggle. So you really will have to become super organized. The way that I was able to get this done was, um, of course, I had my, my nine to five. I had an hour lunch. On my hour lunch, I was somewhere reading, researching, um, drafting, whether it be an email or working on graphics. When I first started, I was really um, working on a lot of graphics um, and communication Mm -hmm. because I didn't outsource. I did everything 100% myself. I was working on my book. So I might be writing a few pages here and there in in my my first book. but that's what I ended up doing. I ended up using my my lunch break throughout the day, every single day that I was at work. Then when I left work, I would come home. And after I had my son ready for bed, there I was again, another at minimum 90 minutes a day, Monday through Friday, at minimum 90 minutes a day, working on something, anything related to my business. As it began to progress, I was able to join uh, mastermind groups and network with other people online. I spent my weekends at different events, networking. So all the free time that we take for granted, use that time to build your business because you're already giving your employer 40 or more hours a week. You need to make sure you're giving your business, um, I can't say an equal amount of time, but give your business enough time, be it even if it's an hour or two a day to help build that because giving it 15 minutes here and there on Instagram is not going to be enough to build your business. That's great advice. It really is. I want to congratulate you officially on your two master's degrees. Nah, you. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that you have 10 years of experience in corporate. Tell me about, tell everyone about your story and how you balance corporate with being an entrepreneur and a coach. Oh, wow. This was a really cool way that I did this. Um, I started, when I started building my business, I went straight in with communications and graphic designs and I built my own web pages, email platforms, everything. I did it all my own. I didn't really know how well I can do it until I actually tried. So with this information that I have um, as it relates to my personal life, I took this back to my corporate job and showed them what I was capable of doing um, outside of my job. Mm -hmm. And I ended up landing a role on there on the national communications team for our company. So this was like the best thing ever because here I am working with the national communications role. They're teaching me all different sorts of platforms. Like I was anti WordPress for the longest (laughs) figure it out on my own. And now I have all this WordPress training paid for by the company because I was able to convince them that I knew what I was doing. Um, I was able, I was in that role for a little over six months and it's coming around again where I may be on that role again. So I was able to mirror what I was doing both corporate and private for my business. I know it's not ideal for everyone to be able to do that, but if you can figure out a way that you can take what you're doing in your personal life um, with your business and bring it over to the corporate side of wherever you're working to see if maybe you can get an internship or work side by side with that that group. It'll only help you and make your business, your personal business, that much stronger by getting that free training from your company. 
Yeah, and it's great that you say it doesn't work for everyone because it doesn't. There's a lot of coaches out there promising that if you read their story and do exactly what they did, that that'll work for you. Um, and it's it's great to hear just the reality of it and a creative way that you took your skills and you made it work for your day job and for your business. And it seems like they feed each other. Yeah. So that's great. Um, do you think you're going to take the leap into fully working for yourself? I do. Mm -hmm. um, when I first started, I had unrealistic goals. I said 18 months and I'm out of here. And mm -hmm. that simply was not the case. Okay. <laughs> but I do think that I will eventually take that leap. Um, things got a little bit more hectic this year. This is just reality, you know, it got a yeah. lot more hectic with my job. I took on a different role and those, uh, hour lunch hours that I was spending working on my business got shortened to just a half an hour lunch hour. And even those were more or less working lunches. So I lost a, a lot of time that I was previously dedicating to the business. So, um, with that being said, I still believe that yes, I will definitely quit the nine to five hustle. I'm not built for this rat race. <laughs> I am definitely. Definitely too much of a creative to uh, to let my talent go to waste for someone else's company. So um, my new, uh, I feel a bit more realistic goal would be no later than 2020. So mm -hmm. About two and a half more years, and that's all I can give. <laughs> Got it. So let's talk about the reality of working for yourself, because I've been freelancing for a couple months now, and I left the full-time corporate world <laughs> so I want to be like completely real and open about it um and I don't think either option is perfect so there are definitely struggles of being freelance being uh working for yourself being a complete entrepreneur and not having that steady income um the challenge is is mostly the money it's it's not knowing where your next paycheck is coming from not having it being guaranteed uh, you end up working a lot yeah. more hours because every hour you're working is is money. But when you're not working, you're not getting paid. So there's just a lot more work that goes into it. Um, and all those prep hours you were talking about during lunch, that becomes your your downtime. So every day that I'm not doing a project for for a client, I'm working on finding new clients. And that is a huge time suck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely not for everyone. Um, you know, either either side of it has its own struggles. No, I, I completely agree. Um, a lot of people think that, oh, when you become an entrepreneur, you have so much free time on your hand. Your mm -mm. phone is ringing off the hook and <laughs> people just want your services all day long. And it's a fairy tale. There are rainbows. My coach told me when we first got into it. And that's another thing. Your coach needs to also have a coach. Mm. My coach told me when we first started working together, she says, you're going to have to dial for your dollars. And I'm thinking, I'm the next best thing since sliced bread. People should just be flocking to my inbox. And she <laughs> says, no, people need to be invited to your inbox. You're going to have to dial for your dollars. And I had to do that. And it's just a hum humbling experience because in the back of my mind I'm thinking oh my gosh I don't want to beg somebody yeah. <laughs> and convince them you need me but when you start opening up and having that conversation you'll hear that people are saying you know I've always wanted to do this thing but I don't know how to start and I don't know if I can afford it and I don't know I don't know I don't know and you're thinking oh my gosh 
No, you really do need me. Well, let me show you how I can help. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a very humbling experience when you have to really go out there and find that next paycheck, find that next client. And until you become, you know, this big time person that people are flocking to you, you're going to have to flock to them. And a lot of people don't tell you this, but that's pretty much what they had to do. You have starving actors in Hollywood all day long, Mm -hmm. like clawing at the neck for the next, you know, next role. They didn't start out like these giant actors and actresses. Now, even those giant actors and actresses were once waiting tables trying to get someone to notice them. Mm-hmm. So it's a humbling experience. But no, um, when you first jump into the role of entrepreneurship, people aren't beating down your door mm-hmm. <laughs> asking for your service. You do have to do a lot of legwork just to be known. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of the most common ways that people get in their own way as a creative business owner? Oh, gosh. So you have that imposter syndrome. You simply just cannot believe that you are supposed to be this person that's going to deliver this magic, this Mm -hmm. awesome next best thing. The imposter syndrome is just horrible. That's (laughs) one of the ways that people get in their own way. Like I I battle with my own imposter at least once a month, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, that's one way. Um, Another really cool way or not cool way, but easy way is um, money. They just just figure money is just not a factor. Um, my own mother actually told me it takes money to make money and I have to prove her wrong. Mm-hmm. If you have a great idea and a great product, um, MailChimp is still free. Canva is still free. It's all perception. If it looks good, then it has to be. Yeah. It's all perception. So um, money is probably another really, really big way that people get in their own way. There are millions of dreams that are dying right now, literally dying, because people think they need to have this wad of cash like Scrooge McDuck to start this (laughs) business, you know? (laughs) So, but we can't always hire a virtual assistant and... There are so many things that we need to do as entrepreneurs. Um, and if we don't have the money, how do you manage ha- maybe having a, a corporate job or having a kid or having all of these things that life throws at you with doing with making your business work when you can't hire people to help? Automation. So if you're not able to outsource right away, and that's fine, because I definitely do not promote outsourcing just yet. Mm-hmm. I really want my clients to really understand the operations piece before they outsource, because I'm afraid of anyone being taken advantage of and throwing money out the window as something they could be saving it for or using it for a different platform. So um, I'm an advocate of having you understand and learn the operations piece behind the scenes. But while you're juggling and balancing all of these different things, automation will become your best friend. You can sit down and have what I call your batching time. It can be an hour or two hours or whatever it is. Whatever you're putting out, be it a blog post, a social media post, Mm -hmm. that's Instagram or Facebook or even email, find the time to script all of that out one day a week for X amount of hours. So if you're going to batch on a Sunday, batch from two to four, knock out everything you want to put out from Monday through Friday and set it up in automation. That can be through Hootsuite. 
mm-hmm. blanked out. That can be through Hootsuite. You can set up your social media, your social media post to go out on Hootsuite. You can use Mailchimp or any other email subscribing um, platform to have your email go out on a designated date and time. There are many other platforms that you can use, but in general, you can set up everything you want to have put out to your following seven days a week, whatever time you choose, and you can set it up on one day and now revert back to being a mom, being a wife, being an employee of said company without worrying if your following is going to lack because of your lack of posting. Do you need help building your online presence? Maybe you need a high quality video, graphic design, help with a podcast or tutoring to do some of these things on your own? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm an Emmy award-winning multimedia producer with 10 years of experience. So instead of trying to figure this all out on your own, work with me. Just think, you could be sleeping, working, or living your life. Meanwhile, your ideal audience will find you. Loudovision Productions creates unforgettable images and videos that are customized to bring your target client to you. So we provide modern, high-end digital media to make you stand out. Just go to loudovision.com to see examples of my work and tell me how I can help you solve your marketing problems. All right, we're back with Tamika Gross. We love creating content, but the sharing of it is the hardest part because there is that imposter syndrome. There is all that competition out there. Um, And I have the link to your 12-month social media calendar up on loudovision.com. So... That is a big help in getting people able to do that batching for the year or for however long they want to do it. Um, What tips do you have for people for writing those engaging blogs or those engaging uh, social media posts? You can approach it two ways, um, but it really depends on how creative you are. So for some people, it just comes naturally. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're writing just flows because sometimes this is kind of how you speak anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, some people have to kind of morph into their their Sasha Fierce and mm-hmm. speak in that tone. So it really depends on um, whether or not the creativity it just oozes out of you or if you have to really dig deep. For a cheat sheet, follow what's happening right now in the world in social media. Jump on Snapchat and see what people are talking about. Go over to Instagram and check out the most trending hashtags. Take a look at all of those things because you kind of find out what people are leaning towards and what they're more interested in following right now. Use bits and pieces of that information and now craft your own post because now your post would be a bit more relevant. Mm -hmm. Even if it has nothing to do with what's trending now, you can find some small little minute way to tie it into what you're speaking about and posting it. So now it still has some sort of relevance to other people that are following your post. Cool. So tell us about your book. I know you're a best-selling author. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So tell, tell us about your book. Awesome. Well, the, my first book, um, uh, Live Victoriously, mm-hmm. for, I think it's Four Easy Steps to Defeat Self-Doubt. That was the book that I, I wrote right when I started, <laughs> mm-hmm. right when I entered the world of entrepreneurship. I wrote the book first and everything else came later, everything being my following my Facebook group, my my website, everything else came after my book um, is pretty much that 
that first day when you wake up and you're saying, yes, I will be an entrepreneur, that's, that book is for you. That book was to help motivate and encourage people into finally saying, I'm going to do this. And I share my experience with what caused me to jump into the role of entrepreneurship and how I battled with my own imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, Fresh out of high school, you know, where I grew up, what I saw on a daily basis, how I couldn't believe that I could ever have anything better than what my my reality uh, resembled. So um, that book is to kind of, you know, really get you guys going and motivating, saying, yes, I can do it. It's a super duper easy read. Mm -hmm. Um, It is available on Amazon and it's uh, it's a really short book. So you can really get through it in maybe an hour or less. That's awesome. And you it, you said your first book. So you have another book coming out? I do. I am in an anthology with, um, I believe, eight amazing um, authors. And it is coming out this October. It is titled Reposition Crowns. Um, all queens speaking about what occurred in their life and required them to kind of make a shift, make a change mm-hmm. in what was going on and how they kind of took hold of the reins of life and said, no, this is what I'm going to do no matter what, you know, my reality looks like. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. So you also have a group coaching program coming out soon called Accelerate. Yes. Excel- Let Excel- know about it. Accelerate is probably my favorite uh, group coaching class ever. I've had a few in the past, but Accelerate ranks really up there with number one, <laughs> mm-hmm. one and a half maybe. But um, Accelerate is amazing. It's a 12-week group coaching class, and we go over different facets of what you need to do to help build up your communication and your consistency with your business. There are It comes with a workbook, a 12-week workbook. It's a study workbook. Um, You're assigned an accountability partner. You receive weekly assignments. So it's not like, okay, here you go, have fun, run out and do things, come back. No, I'm holding you accountable to doing what you said you wanted to do. So you have weekly assignments. Everyone receives a one-hour one-on-one coaching with myself. Mm -hmm. You're also going to receive my one-page business plan and my 12-month social media calendar. And we have bi-monthly group coaching. So twice mm-hmm. a month, we're going to have group coachings. So this, the the program itself, the most recent program that just ended was amazing. We had a young lady who had the idea of becoming an aerobic instructor. Oh, cool. She lost a ton of weight and wanted to encourage other people. So through our 12-week program, actually that program was shortened. It was only eight weeks. Through our eight-week program, she was able to get her certification, book her first venue, host her first step aerobic class. She had two classes in one day. Both classes sold out. She hired, um, she outsourced someone to create her logo. She created t-shirts, wristbands, water bottles, and all all these other merchandise that also sold out of her first event. And she contacted me last Sunday to let me know that she's already booked with uh, her county's rec center for the first quarter of next year teaching wow. step aerobics there. that's awesome yeah i am super excited for her for someone who came in with absolutely nothing that just said this is what i want to do but i don't know how to do it she is has taken off and she's not running anymore she is flying so is this for people who have already left their nine to five or 
She actually still works um, a nine to five. So no, I wouldn't say that it was specifically for anyone who left their nine to five. Um, It's for anyone who's ready to finally say, yes, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. And I really need to see what this idea looks like on paper. And how can we, how can we make it manifest together? Okay. So what if you don't know what you're good at? How can someone find their calling or their niche and that will get them on their way to becoming successful? What I tell my clients is everyone is good at something. And the way that you can tell what you should be doing is what are people always asking you to do? And you Mm. happily do it for free. My mother bakes. At her job, everyone always wants her to bake something, to make this, to make that. And I tell her, you need to be selling this bread. <laughs> You're going to be making <laughs> banana bread every weekend. Banana bread needs to be on the menu somewhere, you know? <laughs> so I'm still working with her on creating um, Brenda's bread. So <laughs> yeah. look out for that soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am looking forward to it. And it's, it's a hard shift to go from giving out things for free and just knowing that people like something that you do into selling it because it's that that having to ask and that humbling experience that you were talking about before um how do you overcome that fear of being a salesperson so the people that are receiving your gift and your talent for free that's the the confirmation you need to know that you can indeed sell it. Now, the people that are going to pay for your services are not going to be the people that were able to reap the benefit of the free service before. And that's okay. That's fine. You only needed to know that what you're doing is accurate and that it actually works because people want it. They just simply don't want to pay for it. But Mm -hmm. they know and believe in your talent so much that they continue to come back to you asking you for this service. When you go out now and step into the world to sell it, you have that confidence in knowing this thing, whatever it is, is a need for someone out there because I have 30, 40, 50 testimonies behind me that says so, even if they received it for free. Mm -hmm. So now the people that are going to buy your program, product, or service, they're not going to be your best friends. They may not be your cousins, but they're going to be someone that actually needs it. It's often said that the people that support us the most are not our friends and family. And this is true, but it shouldn't be, you shouldn't become offended by that. Simply take their support in the past as um, confirmation mm-hmm. that what you're doing is right. Okay. And then how do you find the people that are willing to pay? Well, that's going to require you to actually know who your target audience is mm-hmm. and who your ideal customers are. So you're going to have to do a little bit of market research to know where you're going to actually position your program, your product, or your service. You don't want to advertise um, a weight loss supplement at a daycare center. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you're targeting the right people. So tell everyone out there where they can find your course and how they can connect with you. Hooray! You and can on go. social media, of course. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I'm on social media. I'm all things, um, rather, I'm all things Tamika Gross on mm-hmm. social media. So Instagram is Tamika Period Gross, um, Periscope Tamika Gross, and um, Facebook, of course, Tamika Gross. But you can find me in that as well on TamikaGross.com. And uh, if you're interested in the Accelerate program, that's there as well. Just click on the drop down about Tamika and you will see hashtag Accelerate. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Tamika, for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you. It finally happened. Finally. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll put all of her links in the episode description on loudavision.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. I am filmmaker, artist, and your host, Laura Mioli. You can connect with me getting creative tips and inspiration on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Loudavision. And you can listen to more of these podcasts, read my blog, watch my videos, and contact me. Just go to loudavision.com. If you like what you've heard, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud and subscribe so you don't miss all new episodes. But don't go away just yet. Since you like podcasts, here are some friends of the show who you would love. <laughs> Hi, I'm Internet Steve Stoling Watson, benevolent founder of the Indube Network and host of the Indube Podcast, a bi-weekly program as blurdy and eclectic as I am, with topics ranging from music, film, history, culture, time travel, marshmallows, religion, and the brilliance of J.J. Abrams. Search and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Podbean, and wherever podcasts are procured. Also, please support the Indube Network on Patreon. The podcast and this ad is a 3SFX production. Hey everyone, I'm Courtney Hinton of Verve House Collective, and you should join me over on the Get Verved podcast. On the Get Verved podcast, we discuss creativity, how to fit creativity into your busy life, and leading a life or business with intention. I often have other guests on the show to talk about these things with me as we get to the bottom of this whole living your passion thing. The Get Verved podcast is part of Verve House Collective, and I cannot wait to sit down with you in the digital coffee house.